Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Sports Radio 92 on the game. From the Northern Kia Studios, John Fricky with you as we continue to monitor what's going on in the NBA and the big news that happened for the Atlanta Hawks this week with the announcement that DeJounte Murray had a new four-year, $120 million contract in his back pocket, and the reaction to that and what it all means. And for that, we turn to the man who knows the Hawks better than anybody that I know, and that is Deshaun Tate. He is our Atlanta Hawks expert and, of course, uh, uh, the podcaster and the basketball wizard that he is, and he's on with me right now. Hey, Deshaun. Hey, good uh, good evening, uh, Fricky. I appreciate you for having me on. Your word's far too kind, but just kicking back right now, man, with the six-month-old, watching a little summer league. Let me tell you something. Scoot Henderson, I know people in this market, of course, they know already, being from here at Kell High School, but he's the real deal, man. He's as good as advertised. Yeah, well, you know, that's good. I mean, we'll see what, you know, the Atlanta Hawks have, uh, you know, in terms of, you know, their summer league action as we uh, kind of go uh, work through summer league and get to, you know, the uh, the impact of some of the uh, younger players on this team. And I can get to that a little bit later in the interview, but let's uh, begin with a big headline here. I, oh, yeah. that, that it dropped on Thursday night at 620, I thought was kind of interesting. I wasn't expecting a multi-year deal for DeJounte Murray. I guess I was uh, you know, thinking that maybe, well, he's got a year left on his contract and they'll either A, trade him, or B, they'll let him play into the season to see if this whole DeJounte Murray trade thing works under Quinn Snyder. And if it doesn't, then by the trade deadline, you can kind of move him. But apparently they decided that they wanted to keep him and they gave him four years and $120 million in a veteran maximum deal. They even gave him a player option, Deshaun. Yeah, I think it was a smart idea for the Hawks. And let me tell you something. I mean, it was something that was uh, needed. It was something that was necessary. I mean, since Trey has been here and has put his stamp on this league and obviously on this franchise, on this organization, you know, there's been a lot of conversations about needing help, needing help, needing help. I'm not sure that any of the guys that they've brought in over the course of the last four or five years since Trey had been here that you would quantify anyone as much as you would DeJounte Murray as that help for Trey Young. And obviously we know about the unfortunate set of circumstances this year. Things didn't go the way that they really had wanted it to. But when you start talking about a guy who's just as good off the ball defensively uh, as he is on the ball, which everybody knows that he's a great offensive player as well, talking about DeJounte Murray, giving these two guys a fair chance at uh, coexisting with one another, developing and establishing that chemistry in the backcourt and all those good things. And, you know, obviously when you have the kind of year that they had and then you pair that with the coaching change, 
you didn't really get what you, you know, uh, what you thought that you might have and giving him a chance now at a new deal, extending him. Now going to see him in a Hawks uh, uniform extensively now, I think, was the uh, right move and the even more important, smarter move for the Atlanta Hawks. Well, I will say this. In the uh, the reaction that we got from uh, DeJounte Murray and the reaction that we later got from Trey Young, uh, they both seem excited about this. So, okay, that's good. Now we have to see how this is going to kind of work and how Quinn Snyder is going to tweak this. Deshaun, one of the things that, that uh, Trey Young had said uh, postseason was that Quinn Snyder had told him he wanted to go, uh, he wanted Trey to go back to being and really working on and becoming a real three-point threat. We had talked about how we had lost kind of logo Trey, and I think he wants to bring that back. Is there some thought of letting DeJounte run point and letting Trey become more of an off-ball guy? I don't know. I think that there should be. Uh, if you want to win, you got to be able to make adjustments. You know, Trey, one thing that, you know, we can all attest to is prior to DeJounte getting here, the last thing that we had saw was, Trey Young up against the Miami Heat where they paired so many different types of defenders, you know, bulkier defenders, lengthier defenders, taller defenders, more aggressive defenders, and so many different things. And you threw that all at Trey. And it gives them a little bit of an option to do some different things. I mean, hey, you look at Golden State, by far not trying to compare number 11 to number 30, but you have a lot of instances where we see, you know, Draymond Green being that orchestrator of the offense, that you know, traffic light instructor or that director, if you will, where you do see Steph have that opportunity to come off screens and do some different things. Uh, and I think that that's beneficial to give Trey an opportunity to not just be have so much pri- primary uh, priority on the ball uh, all, all, the, all the time, all the time, 24-7. And I think it's a good look just to be able to switch it up every now and then, give the offense a little bit of a different look, give Trey a little bit of a different look as well. And by that way, you're improving both of these guys' these guys' games by giving them different looks in the process. All right, so that's great. Deshaun Tate, our Hawks and basketball expert with John Fricky. That's great. But now here in the offseason, you've uh, managed to unload the contract of John Collins and, of course, John Collins, and you uh, extended a guy that was already under contract. You gave him a new deal. That's pretty much it. I mean, there was one other minor little trade that doesn't amount to much of anything. They haven't done anything. Are they going to do anything? Uh, other teams seem to still be trading. And are the Hawks going to do anything, Deshaun Tate? I would imagine that they would. How big is that move going to be? I don't know that answer. I know that there's been a lot of different rumors at one point in time, maybe taking a look at someone like a Grant Williams. Obviously, he's off the board now as he's a maverick. But, you know, uh, the elephant in the room, I guess, nowadays uh, is Pascal Siakam. Uh, now, in terms of what you got to give up, maybe that's the question. I'm not sure that that's the answers to everything that's going on with the Atlanta Hawks in terms of, you know, us being able to see them contend again the way that they did a few years ago. But, um, you know, I, I do think that a move will be made. How significant of a move? I don't know. I, I don't think it has to be this big star or this big-name player. It has to be the right fit, number one, and hopefully somebody that can provide a little bit of edge, a little bit of maturity, some some winning pedigree or winning resume to some degree. Obviously, Siakam has that. I understand that. Um, but a little bit of edginess, a guy that's in the locker room that can, you know, bring bring some maturity and bring some experience and, and be a no-nonsense guy and somebody who just wants to win and can bring the other 
the levels of the other guys up in the locker room who are still a little young. I mean, this isn't the young Atlanta Hawks anymore. Remember, a couple of years ago, we were talking about the young Atlanta. Eh, expectations are coming with this now. It would be nice to see them still be able to grow under bringing in another player that could help develop some things off of the floor in addition to on it. If their plan was to just kind of do a rotating start thing, more or less, where you would have Clint Capella and DeAndre Hunter, and then, of course, the backcourt of DeJounte and Trey, and on the other side, you either went with a, uh, you know, at times maybe you put Okongwu in with Capella to have a double low post presence, or at times you went with Sadiq Bey to have the three-point and the toughness, or at times you went with Bogdan Bogdanovich, and what you did was you did bogey out there, and you're just going to fire away and launch threes all day. Uh, and uh, Quinn Snyder has said he wants to shoot a lot of threes, and maybe they'd lead the league in threes, I guess. The only problem I see with that, I mean, it's fine if you want to do that, but the main problem is when you start talking about Okongwu Bay and Bogey as being primary players, which is fine again, is that you say those guys are also the bench. So yeah. what's left on the bench? Yeah, and, and I thought that was one of the bigger things. That's what me and Caleb Johnson would always talk about on our podcast was you know, the improvement to the bench that I think this team has to have. And to me, I think that's a bigger priority than bringing in a big star name player uh, that can help come and contribute to this team. We're just being completely transparent about it. You know, these holiday brothers and this and that, that stuff sounds great and defensive play, defensive minded players and everything else. But reality is that's just not going to cut it with a pair of scissors. Uh, you've got to be able to bring in some guys that are, you know, going to mix it up and, uh, you know, not be one-dimensional, you know, some, some guys that are going to be willing to do all the little things, do all the dirty work, play some defense. Where's, 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 the, where's the Ivan Johnson guy that we used to have in this town that was just willing to muck it up and do every little thing uh, that it took in order to win basketball Solomon Hill. Games? Let's go to – we yeah, got a Solomon. more recent. Let's go to Solomon Hill. Agreed, agreed. And who was a leader in this locker room and helped bring Trey up amongst a couple other players. So I agree with you as far as from a bench standpoint as well. And then the other thing is now that you don't have the John Collins, not that you really had a rim protector in John Collins, but you don't nearly have what I think enough serviceable bigs. Uh, you know, the Kaminsky thing obviously kind of showed exactly what it was going to be. Uh, so you got to bring in some other guys that I think can provide some help because you're talking about Okongo and Capella now, which already isn't enough offense as is. But, of course, you could put Sadiq Bay situational into that position, but there's just really not enough bench and or front court and I think that's the next thing to address for this team. You know, it's so interesting. You're a Big Ten fan. Uh, I'm a Big Ten <laughs> fan. We yeah. both watched We both watched Frank Kaminsky at Wisconsin and Bruno Fernanda at uh, Maryland. And both of us, at least I thought, both were going to be really good pro players because they were so good in the Big Ten. And they came in and they just became kind of guys, I guess. Don't really yeah. know what happened well, to them. We, they... Yeah, now we got a chance to watch another Big Ten player who was the uh, – Number 15 pick in this NBA draft. We're going to get a chance. I hope Hawks fans are watching Summer League tonight. I think it's a, what, a 9.30 or a 10, 10.30 tonight. Uh, it's Kings and Hawks on, on this evening. And uh, getting a chance to see one of those Wolverines go out there and try and see if he can do some things. And so uh, I'm excited to see, you know, what the Hawks are going to look like. Maybe not necessarily the names on the roster that may stick out to a lot of people, but uh, just looking at some of the little things and try not to put too much emphasis and stock on summer league. I know a lot of people tend to do that. I don't care what game you're watching, what player you're watching tonight, number one player or number 15 pick. Don't put too much emphasis on it. Just sit back and enjoy and uh, let's come together as Hawks fans and, you know, just kind of, uh, you know, do, 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 do what we do. Evaluate this game, but just try not to put too much into it. 
All right, we'll, we'll certainly uh, get uh, more into, uh, let's see what the Hawks do uh, in the remainder of this offseason as they head towards uh, training camp, which isn't very far away. You'd be surprised how quick this is going to come. And, of course, that'll lead us to that'll lead us to college basketball. But I want to jump to another topic with you, Deshaun, in the final couple of minutes we have, sure. just to prep the fans out there. The NBA is uh, talking again about, and it sounds like it's actually going to happen, the massive change to their schedule next year not this season, but the following season, where they're going to go from 82 regular season games to 72 and institute this new NBA Cup, which is the in-season tournament that will culminate in a Final Four in Las Vegas in December. Understand that with this Cup, everybody's going to be involved initially in this this NBA Cup. Uh, For all the fans out there, I'm talking to the fans uh, that are listening, Deshaun. Um, You could actually be playing uh, the the Detroit Pistons, I'll just pick a team, in Detroit in a uh, regular season game, and two nights later you're down in Atlanta playing the Detroit Pistons, but it's not a regular season game. No, it's an opening round game of the NBA Cup. And you're going to go, wait a second, what? Hey, huh? It's going to be a different tournament in the season that won't count towards the regular season standings. Um, I, I guess we'll all get used to it, but do you? it sounds like from Adam Silver this is going to happen, Deshaun. Yeah, a little, a little odd, a little awkward, especially with the timing. We're just now still in the, you know, developing learning process and getting comfortable with the play-in games alone, let alone trying to add something else. I'm not sure it was the brightest idea or what they're trying to keep up with or whatever the case may be. Still got to do a little bit more reading up on it, learning how some of it works. I don't want to come on here and give you, you know, play radio type answer. But, um, you know, I think to implement something this or this, not even this early, but just this close to what we're already still trying to get comfortable with as uh, fans of this game, I think it's going to be a difficult, you know, pill to swallow a little bit and just something else to kind of keep up with and learn how it works and everything else. Um, I'm not sure that I could have saw this coming, you know, before they changed the ages to, you know, guys being able to enter the NBA draft per se, but Mm -hmm, um, nonetheless, it looks like it's about to happen. It looks like it's pretty much just about here. If not, before you blink your eyes and say happy birthday, it'll be here before you know it. Just something else to get warmed up to. So just much me, just much like you and everybody else, maybe that's listening. Uh, Just, you know, it's just, it's just time to just accept things the way that they are. It's just totally different, much like regular everyday lives ourselves after COVID, just something else to get used to, I guess. Right. Uh, Deshaun, it's always a pleasure. Where can the fans find you, Deshaun? At Tate's Take Hoops. I'm going to be tweeting out a whole bunch of stuff. I'm a little upset, uh, freaky, that I'm not at uh, in Vegas like I should be for Summer League. But nonetheless, I'll be watching every single game, tweeting things out at Tate's Take Hoops, T-A-T-E-S-T-A-K-E-H-O-O-P-S. Per usual, where basketball lives. Thanks, freaky. As always, Deshaun Tate, our basketball and Hawks expert on Sports Radio 92 on the game. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.